Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. I tell you, I almost felt not motivated this morning, but I had to break those chains, break those shackles. I had to break free because I want my freedom, you know. I was listening to the message yesterday in church. It's all about getting that freedom to be where we actually need to be, to be at peace. We be wholeheartedly in the flesh. We got to be wholeheartedly in the spirit. So that's what I have to work on mostly. I got to be wholeheartedly in the spirit to know God, to walk with him and everything because my spirit almost was broken just a moment ago. But I'm I'm back up. I'm back up because that's, that's how, who I am. I'm back up, baby. Uh, resistance just makes me stronger, right? And if anyone needs affirmation calls, please do call in at 641-715-3200. It's great affirmations. We do on Monday through Friday at 730 and Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m. And all this is Eastern time. Wonderful call. And if you want to have any more positive messages sent to your videos, Mild Mind. That's at M I L L M I N D to eight one zero one zero, and you will be locked in, tuned in with the Affirmation Nation. That's what we call the Affirmation Nation. But here with me today, because we like to still be positive, we always put most fathers down. We know everyone is bad. It don't always be the man. Some moms don't do good as well. But we're here to look at the positive things. There are some good men still out here doing what they need to do. And if you have been a witness to it, you probably have seen the commercials, the Pantene commercials, where most of the football players have been interacting with their daughters. And, of course, it's supposed to promote Pantene, but it's also promoting the fathers out here are actually doing their job as a mom. And, of course, yesterday my husband was getting Happy Mother's Day, too, and I'm like, but he's a father. But we know what that means. Fathers are doing what mom's doing now, you know, and, and vice versa. Mom's doing what fathers do. So, hey, if there's a father out there doing it, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day to you. You're doing what you have to do. But I have a special guest on. She's wonderful, wholeheartedly beautiful inside and out. Her name is Sharon Hart Harris, and she's the author of, we're going to talk about and get more information on, but this book really just speaks to all the fathers, and that's what we want to do. We want to honor you. It's not Father's Day just yet, but we're here to honor you, fathers, for doing what you have to do. The name of her book is titled My but Hold on. I'm sorry, everyone. My, my Daddy Does My Hair, and I thought it was just so amazing. I love the cover of it because he's actually, like, pulling her hair. <laughs> you know, I'll, my stepfather actually did my hair when I was growing up, and it actually looked good, to be honest. It looked good, and I still have that throwback picture at 10 years old, and my mom was shocked. She was like, oh, my God, you did my daughter's hair? But he actually did a wonderful job, and, and my husband, he does my daughter's hair, too. Sometimes it don't always be uh, the correct way, but it just shows they show an effort. Give you a, give you an A+. Plus. But enough said. We're going to get on the phone 
with Sharon Hart, and what we could talk about this book and to encourage fathers who are not stepping up to the plate, they should step up to the plate. Sharon, I really do appreciate you for being on the line with me today, taking out your precious. Thank you. Good afternoon, Tignesha. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, happy Mother's Day to you as Thank well. You. Thank you. Um, and, and, you know, I have had a lot of authors on. Um, one named Hogan Hiller. We talked about his um, book, Dealing with Fathers. So I have had a few guests on where we have talked about the issues with fathers. So I think this is going on in line, and especially since Father Day next month. Um, Sharon, what actually brought you into doing this book, actually? Because I know your first book of 2013 was titled Customer Service, Who Said the Customer is Always Right. So what weaned you to actually start this book on fathers? Yes. Um, You know, a a, a lot of women would like to say, um, I'm a father also, or, you know, I do all the things that the father is supposed to do. And, yes, they may do that, but they are not the father. So because we have been giving so many accolades to the mother that was doing the mother and the father roles, we forgot to go back to acknowledge those fathers, the fathers that are actually doing their daughter's hair. So when I came up with the title, My Daddy Does My Hair, I felt it was so appropriate to title the book that way because we have so many men that goes unknowledged, acknowledged, you know, that is doing their daughter's hair, that is taking their daughters to ballerina class, taking their sons to football lessons, doing the piano lessons, doing the, the whole family thing, but sometimes it's just the father that's doing it. So I thought it was so appropriate to acknowledge those fathers, acknowledge those men that are actually doing it and doing it on a full-time basis, doing it by themselves. And I felt it was most importantly to acknowledge them, but yet for the fathers that is not doing it, you know, if they see the book and they see these men interacting with their children, that it will inspire them to say, hey, I want to do my daughter's hair, you know. I, I want to be more involved in my children's lives. So it, it's a children's book, but yet it speaks to everyone. And I felt the book was so important to get out and let the message be heard that, you know, the fathers are important and, and, you know, they're doing all all those things. And let's acknowledge them, but most importantly, let's bring in the fathers that, you know, may have right. the reservation a little bit. And, you know, we just want to bring them back in and encourage them that it's, it's okay to do your daughter's hair. You know, it's okay right. to do all those things that men do, and there's so many men that are doing it, and they love it. So I, I really was in, in, inspired to do the book, and I was excited about the book. I know you were, and I think, you know, I'm glad that you did this, Sharon, because as far as we know, when you look probably look at a long list of it, and if doing your mm-hmm. research and writing this book, yeah. you find that there is little impact on that positive father-daughter relationship, and that father-daughter relationship means a lot because it has a very big impact on life of women. You know, you see it all the time through television and, and, and even in real life, hey, I didn't have my father. I didn't grow up mm-hmm. with my father. We didn't have that relationship. It's it's very hard. Um, as far as with me, I had a relationship with my father, but I lost him at the age of seven. So it was 
still I had to still depend on my mother. And even though I had a stepfather, it it still wasn't the same for me because mm-hmm. I didn't I, right I didn't have that real father relationship like I really wanted to. But why do you suppose that is really um, Sharon that? you know, this father-daughter relationship, why is it lacking so much in the home? (laughs) I think in answering that question, I think it is a matter of going back to the basics. And when I say go back to the basics, go back to the basics when the man was in the home, when the family consisted of mother, father, and the children. So living in today's society, it's okay if mommy and daddy cannot get along so they cannot live in the same household, but it doesn't mean that daddy has to divorce himself from the children or from the family or from the home itself. So, you know, we have to be realistic and think about how our society is made up today and just have to find that common ground to make it work, but it's very important for the fathers to come back, come back to the basics where family consisted of the man in the home or father being involved in his children's lives. So it's so important that we have to get our men back. You know, we, we, we talk about them and, and we say, you know, oh, you know, he's a good father, you know, he can come and get his children or, you know, he's responsible but it's missing so many of the other factors that make up a father. And a lot of times the children don't understand the behind the scenes, the financial issues of it. But the, the children just want their fathers to be involved. And I think it would be so important and so detrimental to get these men back in, in their children's lives because it's mm-hmm. certainly going to create a change in, in, in the children that we have in our society now. So, is is we need them. It's a necessity. We need these men to get back into their children's lives. Oh yes, we sure do. And we have to. We've been so brainwashed with yes. fathers, you know, um, and daughters' relationships, which some of them are bad influences. Um, I don't want to get too much into that part, but as far <laughs> as it goes with the fact that. A father can't nurture the way mothers can, or that daughters raised by fathers only are going to be worse off than daughters raised by mothers mm-hmm. only, or that boys need their fathers more than girls do. Those are the things that we have been brainwashed from, and that's what we're really trying to get away from exactly. And I think that's what your book will place upon those minds mm-hmm. that are thinking like that. Hey, that is not the point that we want to focus on. We we have been influenced mm-hmm. by this so much. Um, but Sharon, I guess this is what I want to ask: Why are those or these unfounded stereotypes proliferated so widely? Is it that people tend towards the negative? I think, uh, and this is only my opinion, society plays a big role in that. And when I say that, or media, I should say, you know, it's. They they like the negative. They like anything that's not positive or anything that's not good or uplifting to the family or to the home, to men. You know, they like to 
embark upon those situations. So when you have someone that's doing good or you have the men that's really stepping up, and I commend all those uh, outlets that's being more aware of the men that are taking care of their children and, and, and doing these things that fathers should do, but sometimes mm-hmm. media have a way of making it just seem like, oh, okay, well, he's doing a good job, or, you know, he doesn't have to do it, but, you know, he's doing it. Yes, he has to do it. You know, these are right. responsibilities that we accept when we get pregnant and, and the responsibilities that comes after this baby comes. So, yes, it's, it's not an option or a choice or, you know, mm, I'll decide whether I want to be a father or not. You have to be a father. It's your responsibility. Right. You know, when you decided to give birth or have a child with this woman you chose to have a child with. So, again, let's take the woman out of it and, y- you know, y- you're not getting along, getting along for whatever reason, but you don't divorce your children. You don't leave your children. You don't believe them behind. And, okay, you go start a new family, but you still have to acknowledge, accept, and take the responsibility for the ones that are here. Exactly. But yes. media, yes, media plays a big part in it. And now, you know, we, we have it, and this is, you know, leaving the the topic a little bit, but you have society dictating how we raise our children. So when you say, oh, you can't hit the child, and so a child gets a spanking, whereas back in the day, Daddy gave you a spanking, and that was just what it was, a spanking. Now you have, you know, you're being arrested, or, you you, you know, you have federal cases against you. So mm-hmm. it's allowing more men to withdraw because they don't want to deal with the drama of, you know, oh, I spanked my child, so now, you know, I have a court case against me, or I'm going to lose my job. So it's just so many factors that make it up that, you know, that's giving these fathers an outlet to escape. But we right. don't have an outlet. <laughs> we don't have an outlet. We have to stay and face whatever consequences that comes with us. So the men have to get back to the basics, whereas right. those consequences didn't matter. This is my child, and I'm going to do what I need to do for my child. And if he exactly. gets out of line, I'm going to discipline him, and, he, you know, we're just going to have to deal with it. So now when, he, when that discipline is not there, we have our kids running wild, and now we want to throw it back on the men and say, oh, you know, because you're not in the household, this kid is running crazy, and, you know, and now we need these fathers. But we need them regardless of the situation. We need our men right. to step up and do your daughter's hair. <laughs> exactly. And women have to step aside and let the man play their role and stop always doing things. I have some women, oh, you can't, I don't want you spanking them like this. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. You either (laughs) want him to do his job or you don't. You can't have him away. You want him to be there and then you don't want him to discipline. It's a lot of women like that. They be in the way and they know you wrong. You wrong. And also, too, I want to testify to this, too. If you are split up, if you're co-parenting, don't go back and talk about one another. Don't do that. That's not the place or the time for that. You are right. still in a loving relationship. And I'm going to be honest, my husband and I, we had our little blowout this past weekend. Honey, the child, honey, we, we did it. My baby thought <laughs> we were splitting up. I told him, no, that would never happen. We have our husband. We argue, but we're not going anywhere. And this, and uh, 
excuse me, I know he probably listened, but that fool is not going nowhere. He already told me. He said, I'm not divorcing. That's final. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we going on 11 years of marriage. Like, Amen. And, and we just, you know, and I told my baby, I had to explain to myself, mommy and daddy, we, we, we do our love fussing, but that don't mean we love you any less That's than what what we already love you. Because they was crying their heart out because they thought me and daddy was going out there, but I said, no, oh. we're not. We just got to blow off. We just got to blow off things. That's it. But, um, you know, um, Sharon, I guess, how, how does one really like fathers and daughters that this relationship is so important? Well, you know, I, I did have the the pleasure of the pleasure of meeting a young lady, and she is actually a sex trafficking survivor. Okay. So, when you look at those things that our children, our daughters, were subjected to, we cannot help but to think what would have happened if the father was still there. Not to say that everything would have been peaches and cream and there wouldn't have been no issues or, you know, no scenarios in life because that's what life is made up of, of scenarios and ups and downs and wrong mistakes and wrong decisions, wrong choices that we make. But it certainly had an impact on the thoughts that our children have in their mind or the choices that they make because daddy's there. You know, if they're looking for love, or they're, if they're looking for support, my father's there. So the mm-hmm. men took their, their responsibility as being a role model out of the house, so now she's looking for a role model. She's looking for that father. And unfortunately, you know, our men are crafty, and they know how to dress themselves up to be the role model and all the support that she is looking for until it is too late. So now she is being sold. Her precious body is being sold. So, you, like again, you can't help from wondering what if that man, not necessarily been in the home, but been actively involved in his daughter's life. The choices certainly would have been different if he was there. Right. Exactly. You know, it, it would have been different. And, again, like I said, it goes back to the basics. The basic when the mm-hmm. family structure was made up of that man, if not being in the home, but being involved actively, one hundred percent in his children's lives. Right. So, so it, the, you know, uh, it, it's certainly right. Yeah, I was gonna say the pastor, what you were just speaking on about sex trafficking, pastor spoke on that in church. You know, two young ladies who were part of sex trafficking, and they ended up getting out of it. They had to find their way, and I think a lot of times if all the women on the street who are in that industry and mm-hmm. lifestyle could find their way to God, it would be a blessing. And and like you said, not having that father figure, too, has a lot to do with it. And I have had um, I had a guest on who uh, went to sex trafficking, and she was abused. She didn't have that father yeah. figure in her life. So, yes, a yeah. lot of that has a lot of that has a big impact. I think sometimes it had a big impact on me. And and usually when you don't have a father figure, it's the main thing you do. You go out and you try to yeah. find that father figure, and that's when yeah. harm comes to you. Because mm-hmm. most men, they don't care. They don't care, Sharon. They don't. They use you and abuse you. Oh, yes, you look for a daddy. Yes, they say, you know, you on the street. 
Mm-hmm. But thank God I didn't end up on that route. I had a good, strong mom. So I didn't end up on that route. My mom was a cow. She didn't play, honey. So it wasn't no cutting no corners with her. So thank God for that. But a lot of them don't have that in their household, and they do lead astray. Yeah. But we pray to God that they do come back. And that message from church, and for anybody out here today, is watch our babies. Please, parents, yeah. watch your babies. They are vulnerable out here. We have yeah. people praying on them every single day. You got to watch your babies. Please, that's my message. Watch our yeah. children. They don't they don't know any better, and we have to watch them. Yeah, they hard-headed. Mine's are hard-headed. But I'm going to tell them straight up, hey, I'm going to watch you like a hawk. Watch them. Please <laughs> watch right. them. It's just like too much going on. Um. <laughs> But you, but you, but you know, Sharon. Um, most people they probably buy that fact that boys need their fathers to develop the rough and tomboy, adventurous aspect of masculinity. So they might also buy the fact that girls need their fathers to develop the adventurous <laughs> side that might lead to business success. Um, yeah. What does that really say to you? What it says to me, like I, I am a mother of three children. Well, you know, they're grown now, so I don't want to say children. Three uh, young women and, and, you know, a young man. And and I am a grandmother. So I used to always tell my people, you know, sometimes, like you say, you know, women are saying happy Mother's Day to fathers and, you know, vice versa. I wasn't their father. I was not their father. At no point in time was I trying to be their father. I was only being the best parent that I could be. I could not teach my son. I could teach him how to use the bathroom, yeah, because I'm teaching him, training him how to use the potty. But I could not teach him how to be a man because that's something only a man could do. I can teach my daughter, you know, how to become a young lady and and, and to express your actions, you know, dictate how people may see you or perceive you. But at no time was I trying to be their father when the father was no longer, you know, in the household with us. But it's it's very important that the, the they have to be there. The men have to be there. But one thing I do want to mention is that we want to be careful, and I want to be careful in the message that I'm putting out there, that in no way that we're trying to dump all the blame or the men or, you know, do the, the finger pointing or, oh, you know, your daughter did sex trafficking or she was involved in it, you know, because of your, it's your fault, it's your fault. No, we don't want to do that. We just want to say, hey, come back, be involved, be responsible, regardless of the situation, regardless of the dynamics of the family, be involved in your children's lives. Don't abandon them. Do the things that mommy is doing Take the slack off, and and it makes the environment so much better for everyone. You know how they say, um, happy mom or happy wife, happy life. You know, if the mother is stressed out and and all the burden is on her, it shows in the household. It shows with the children. You know, you don't have that that love. The children don't feel the love, and, and children know. So if the men could step up, be that helpful hand, take some of the stress and the burden off, it's going to make a world of difference in our children's lives. Again, it's going to assist in the choices that they make. They're going to think twice. 
they go into think about dad, you know, what would my dad say or, you know, what would my dad do if, if I did this, if I did that. And, of course, you know, we have the peer pressure, but if our men are strong and prevalent in the children's life, he is going to override all the peer pressure. So, you know, I thank God, you know, I was raised with my with both my parents and they both are deceased, but when my father was there, my father was, Hmm. <laughs> I don't have a good word right now, so we'll come back to that. But he definitely was in the back of my mind when I thought about doing something. It's like, my father is going to kill me if I did this or if I did that. So it certainly made an impact in my life, and I thank God for his strictness and his sternness because I, I believe it rounded me to the woman that I am today. And, and you know, and it helped me to be a certain kind of way, you know, not just out there or just making all kind of crazy decisions and, you know, just it was okay. But, you know, right. he made an impact in my life. And, and, it, and it does mean something when the father is there. Whether it was good or bad or, you know, he was the big bad wolf, he still was the father. He still was my protector in the home. When my father came home, I can go to sleep because if I was scared of the boogeyman in the closet, you wait till my father get home, you know, and that's how I looked at my father. He was the world. He can beat everybody. You know, you better not mess with me. I'm going to call my father. I'm going to call Mr. Hart. You don't want Mr. Hart to come. So it had a positive impact that I can talk about now and I can try to encourage someone else or, you know, the other men to be that protector in your children's lives. Be their role model. Be the one that they call on when they want to make that decision that they know they shouldn't do. Exactly. I agree. I agree with you all the way. What we're going to do, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back with Sharon because we have some more questions that I want to really just get into, um, and we're going to get to where you can find her book and everything because this is an interesting topic. So kudos to you, Father. Stay tuned. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back after this. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you, A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within... Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have Ta-da! to. Ta-da! Twinsies. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Sharon, and we have been talking about, um, well, we went a little more into other questions, um, went away from 
her book, but her book is My Daddy Does My Hair, and it's an awesome book. We're honoring you fathers who are actually stepping up to like doing what you have to do in your daughter's life, and it's a wonderful thing because we always like good and bad and everything, right? But um, Sharon, I guess um, I want to ask this. What other advantages do girls with involved dads have that other girls don't? I believe that some of the advantages that they have is that you choose a, a better mate. I'm not going to say better mate. You, you, you tend to, to choose based upon the qualities that your father had. Right. That's a better way of putting it. No, I, 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 definitely, I definitely understand. Um, understand that what you're saying because um, to me I think you know because most girls I, I don't know when I was growing up I saw the ones who had power and authority are the man and and if you get praise and recognition from the man in the family it carries that certain weight unlike if if you don't have that father what we talked about um, earlier before the break you're desperate for that male approval you're constantly thinking about maybe the next boyfriend or what do the boys think about me, or how do I get the boys' attention? Because when I was growing up, that's what I thought about. Even though I was scared of my mom, I was like, oh, what do the boys think about me? I don't know. I want his approval. Does he like me? Do I look cute? You know? Right. Uh, and once you get, you know, and once you get that person, you're always, you're going to constantly have in the back, are they going to leave me? If your father left you, are they going to leave me? You know, it's, it's things right. to me that differentiate a girl from having that father and not having that father, you know? Yes, it does. It certainly does. And, again, like I said, it, it certainly um, makes a difference. You know, again, when you say, you know, you're looking for that approval, if if your father's there and he possesses these um, great qualities that you decide this is what I want in a the man, then that's what you're going to stick to oh, and, and you won't waver. Right. Exactly. And, I mean, because all you hear about, or absent fathers is the impact on young black men. But what about the impact on, on on black daughters? The emphasis is on the boys and how much they need their fathers. But when you look at it, um, going into another topic on this, the highest rate of AIDS infection right now in our countries is among teenage girls right now. And um, that's the fastest growing group to contract AIDS. And, and why? Because they're actually they're dating guys and, they're having sex too early. My God, they're having sex too early. I mean, you see them at the clinic and they're pregnant. It's like, oh, and it's the poorest girls because these girls they come from these homes and they don't they they don't have the father that grows up with them. Right. Um. If 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 really sharing if fathers are this important in the lives of their daughters, how should society encourage their presence? <laughs> that is certainly another topic, and, and that is um, actually uh, within my organization, the Heart of Gold Care, where we are working on. I'm sorry, I said it again. Right. So, you know, we are working on. For the fathers that's in the prison. You certainly don't want to wait till they get out to try to provide assistance. It's imperative that the assistance is 
started on the inside. So, you know, it's giving them that foundation in the inside so that it can show on the outside, helping them get reacclimated with their children on the inside before they come on the outside. So everyone has the expectation. The father has his expectation of his children. The children have their expectations of their father, what they accept, what they expect. And, you know, but you have to start on the inside. But we can't just leave them there on the inside and then let them out and say, okay, you're free, just go. Because what happens is we have that revolving door, that life cycle where they wind up back in there because they did not know how to prepare coming out on the outside. Oh, yes. I Certainly, I definitely agree um, with that all the way. And that leads that goes back to leading mom to have that relationship. And that's not the message we want to always send. We want moms and daughters to have a relationship, but that's that's the message today. We want the fathers to have that. Um, Whether you're in prison or or not, we want you to have that relationship. The father plays out that script too, you know. So that's, that's basically what we want the father to do. We want you, go camping with your daughter. Let it be. Mm-hmm. Let things do weird things with them. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, I love that McDonald's commercial that they have out too, where the dad he's trying to get the lingo. <laughs> you know, children say "girl bye" and all that stuff. Yeah, and he's trying his hardest, but he gets it mixed up. But I, I, I know it's focused on McDonald's, but I look beyond that. Like, okay, this is a father who's really trying yeah. to have that relationship with his daughter, even though she thinks he's the weirdest person probably right now or five, but hey yes. my dad I can accept it by the end of the day he's in my life yes. that's all that matters yes or the commercial with the father um doing the cheerleading with his daughter you know every time I see that you know you laugh it's like oh that is so cute that is so awesome but again it's a message it's a deep message in that commercial this man is not afraid to be outside in the public with his daughter, where somebody, someone may have drove by and said, what is this man doing? Or he's crazy or, you know, something wrong with him. No, he's letting the world know that I am not ashamed to be in my daughter's life, to do whatever she's doing, to support her in whatever she's doing. Right. So that was a father supporting his daughter and what she's doing. Exactly. And mind what people say yeah. with him doing it. Yes, it's imperative for you to do that, and, and definitely during the teenage years. A dog needs her father as much as ever, and I think as a dad, most of them are told, you know, once they hit their puberty, they aren't supposed to spend as much time with their daughter. Hey, this is mom time. Hey, she's a teenager. I don't want to do all that. But mm-hmm. no, if that's the message that you're getting, we're not going to go with that message. You have to be in your daughter's life. She needs you as much as possible. She's going to need you when you think that she don't need you. She's, she's sitting up in her room right now and probably shedding tears or whatever, but you don't know that because you're not there. We have to get that bond back, fathers. Like I said, yeah. the father plays out that script too, and that's what we need. We got to keep telling our young daughters that if you're not doing it, I need you to, I need you to do it and get away from these misconceptions people have been storing into our brains for so long about fathers not being there. Boys need their fathers. Okay, everybody needs their fathers. But daughters, I definitely think 
needs it more. But I, I'm glad you used the word script because it certainly is a script. <laughs> it's a carefully written script, but the script mm-hmm. cannot be played out without right. that man, without the father, because we cannot have babies by ourselves. I mean, yes, with today's modern technology, we probably can, but again, we still need his part of it. So you don't just give your part of it and just write yourself out of the script. You have to stay in the script to the end. So when we marry to death do us part, it should be the same way with your children. To death mm-hmm. do you part. Do not leave your children. Do not divorce your children. Stay involved. Stay active. Even You, you have grown women that still look to their fathers for advice, yeah, we, you know, you want to look to your husband, you know, he's now the man in your life. But some women still go back to dad because that's when, again, back to the basics where father was there and they trusted his opinion and, and, and you know, he was the man and he was the, the go-to and, and the support. He was everything. So let's go back, regardless of how old or young the child is, and be involved and your children's life. And it's never too late. You can start from right now, forget everything that was done or whatever hurt you may have experienced, put that all aside. Because if God forgave us and he's a forgiving God, who are we not to forgive? So forgive that man for what he may or may not have done and let him come back and be in his children's lives. So we can change, make a change and the society that, that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is the time to go ahead and start doing it, make that change. I do. I, I can't agree anymore because I, I, I'm on the same page with you, Sharon, with all being said. We have to. we got to make this change. If you're not doing yeah. it right now, yeah. start. Get, that, get the children involved. Get the fathers involved. We have to stop playing. We can't play the card when we want to play. You can't play, yeah. oh, I want you here, and then this minute you get pissed off, and then, okay, I need you gone. It, it don't work like that. You're confusing yeah. the child. Keep yeah. them in the keep them in the life. You know, they say, um, oh, I forgot what the quote was, uh, who it was by, but, you know, um, it's basically saying, like, if the father is not in the child's life, they're obsessed with that person forever. I don't know if that's so true. Probably so, like if you're so eager to know who your father was or why he left out your life, then I probably would. But if he just slow down at all, I don't know about that part. But um, hmm, I'm going to have to think on that. And I got to find who it is, and I'm going to email it to you, Sarah, because I can't think of it, Um, who wrote it. But, you know, this. I think this is a great book, and I hope that it – I hope that a lot of people put this on their sh- – Shelves. They really do need this. Yeah. They need exactly. this book. It's it's more than just his daughter's hair, you know. Exactly. Oh, no, go ahead, Sharon. No, I, I was going to say, you know, again, you know, I, I want to look beyond, you know, the, the pictures and, you know, oh, this is a cute little book, but the the message is so important. And, and it's not just, you know, any particular father or race, it's 
everyone. You know, it's, unfortunately, everyone is experiencing the same thing. So, you know, we, we want to make sure that they see the message and the message sink in and, you know, they just, they make that decision. And it was one thing that you said earlier, you know, with, with the women, you know, we want to pick and choose when we want the fathers to be involved or to chastise or when the kid gets so out of hand or out of control where we can no longer control them, then we want to call upon him. No, call on him for every situation because that's his responsibility. That's his job as a father. Don't try to be the father, and then when you cannot do it, I'm going to call your father. So we use the father or the men as punishment. You keep it up, and I'm going to call your dad. <laughs> you know, the, the, like, again, you said the kid is confused. Okay, well, why you only call him when I'm doing bad or when, you know, you can't handle me no more? Let him see his father at his game. Call him and say, your son have a game today, or your daughter has cheerleading practice. Allow him the opportunity to be involved with his children. And, and you know, it starts with us also. So we, we're trying to create programs and activities so that the father and the men can be more involved. So we're creating all kinds. We have a lot of uh, things coming up for the men to be involved in their children's oh, lives. Yes. Good, because I know um, you have an event coming up around it's around Father's hey. Day uh, upcoming event. It's in New York, Father's Day Fashion Show. Yes, it is. It is Saturday, June eighteenth, from four p.m. to eight p.m. And we're we're so excited with this fashion show because we're going to have the men model, you know, a suit. But that is not the highlight of the fashion show. The highlight of it is there will be a daughter and father's hair competition where the men will actually do their daughter's hair. So, you know, everyone is excited and they're, you know, they're looking and the men are practicing and, you know, okay, trying to get their daughter's hair together. But at the fashion show, they will do their daughter's hair and the best hair style from the father, that family is going to win a, um, a family trip, a weekend trip for a family of four. So, again, it's not about the, the fashion show or that trip, but, again, the fathers are there with their daughters and doing their hair and excited about it. A lot of men are excited about it, so that makes us, like, you know, happy, and it's like, wow, we have to do this. So that, again, is Saturday, June 18th at the uh, Brooklyn Masonic Temple on um, 317 Claremont Avenue, and that's in Brooklyn, New York. All right, you heard it. If you're in Brooklyn, New York, make sure you're there June the 18th. Dads, daughters, mom, everybody, but definitely you dads, because I think that presence and effort, it's going to be the beginning of a very important relationship, and that's what we're trying to do, because we're living in this culture now where dad is an equal partner and caregiving. From day one, you're encouraged to be hands-on, change them diapers, and now you got to do the hair. So I love it. I wish I could be. Hopefully, if I get the opportunity, I could be in that area on that day because this is going to be so interesting. I would love to see what dads are going to do to their daughter's hair. We would love to have so, their thickness. Right. And they might end up doing a better job than you, ladies. You better watch out. Somebody might be stealing your job away. Well, let them have it. Let them have it. Right. Hey, let Hey, you know what? If they want to do the job, I don't mind. I can own the rest. If my husband want to do the job, 
did I do? Go right in. Trust believe me, I am not going to argue. I'm going to sit back and sip on me some lemonade and take a nap. I do not know. <laughs> we, this, this is an equal partnership. That's Sharon, right. Sharon, tell us, tell us where we can purchase your book from. And if, um, yes, your book. Yes, thank you. So they can go to my website, which is www.iamsharonhart.com. They can purchase the book there. They can see a schedule of events, book signings, the fashion show. Um, everything that we're doing is listed on the site and more is being posted um, everything, every time something comes up. So, again, at, or they can email me, which is um, iamsharonhart.com at gmail.com, and that's my name spelled out, S-H-A-R-O-N-H-A-R-T. So that's I am Sharon Hart at gmail.com or the website, www.iamsharonhart.com. And, Sharon, are you planning on doing any more books that's referencing to this one? It's already in the making. <laughs> All right, now, that's what I'm talking about, but we're going to be waiting on that. Because I plan on having yeah. Sharon on again. But, Amen. Uh, just to end it all, before I even get into my truth for the day, Father, let's be mindful. You are a big yeah. influence in your daughter's relationship. How you treat a woman is how your daughter will expect a man to treat her. We are the role models. Let's not let these rap stars, these mm-hmm. celebrities influence what our children are looking at. We need to be the role models. Now, if you want them to be a role <laughs> Look up to anyone, yeah, maybe President Obama and Michelle Obama. Yeah, I want you to look up to that. But these celebrities, you know, you got to be careful. Let's be mindful what they're actually watching on TV because the devil is kicking into our homes every single day. They're getting to our children. Our children are very vulnerable. And as Sharon and I stated, we have to watch our babies. Please do so. But this brings me to our truth for the day from my friend Mary Ellen. Before beginning any kind of good deed, look carefully at your motives. Many people think they're doing something good for someone when in truth, they're expecting something in return. For example, you buy a birthday gift for a friend's daughter just because you want to be nice. The friend's daughter never sends you a thank you note or even a thank you email. You go on and on complaining to your husband friends about how unmannerly this young girl is behaving. My answer to you is, if you bought your friend's daughter a gift with the expectation of receiving a thank you back, then you shouldn't have bought the gift in the first place. That was a motive of being a good person or possibly you had a motive unbeknownst to you of being held in high regard by your friend. Motives are not always made aware to you unless you first stop and think about why. At times, you know what your motive is. Today, become aware of your motives and whether they are good or bad. Enjoy the day, everyone. And, Father, hey, you keep up the good work out there because that's what we expect. And and get to working on your daughter's hair, Sharon. I thank you so much for being on the show, and I'm hoping for your next book to come out so I can have you on again. Thank you very much, Signature. It was a pleasure being on the show and, and talking about the book and talking about the message to our fathers. So thank you so much again. You are so welcome, listeners. I will hopefully I'll see you the next time around. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Technicia, and God bless you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.